All conversations and information contained within the Total Health and Fitness Podcast is intended for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse anything you hear on this show with treatment, medical advice, or direction. Nothing on this podcast is meant to supplement or supersede the relationship with your medical caretakers. Although James is a licensed massage therapist, certified health coach, personal trainer, yoga, and martial arts instructor, he is not functioning in these roles in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who appear on this show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Total Health and Fitness Podcast. I am your host, James Louie. I am the owner and operator of Charleston Integrated Wellness, and thank you for joining me for another episode. So from my last episode, we talked about sleep, which I said was the underlying building block of all health and for all health goals. This episode, I want to talk about another building block, and you could argue maybe I could have started with this one, but uh, sleep is something that you really have to work on. But the thing I want to talk about today is breathing and how you breathe and the proper way to breathe for overall daily health function and other health goals as well. Uh, breathing is automatic. So while sleep, you have to work at if you're not, even if you're not breathing optimally, your body is still going to breathe. But the main topic is, are we breathing efficiently uh, to achieve these goals and to prolong our lives and healths and, um, and make it so that we're optimizing the way we breathe? Now, just to give you a little back story of the purpose of breath, I mean, aside from that, it's one of the fundamental things that keeps us alive. You have two types of ways in which we make energy in the body. You have an anaerobic system and you have an aerobic system uh, or aerobic and anaerobic respiration. Anaerobic is, is when you use glucose or sugar to make energy for the body. So it's sort of your backup system. Um, you know, your body can do this. There is a limited amount of muscles in cells in the body that can actually do this efficiently. Most of them, if you were to use them all the time, burn out, which is why the anaerobic system, all it's there is, is considered the backup. Your aerobic system is the primary way in which you want to get energy and fuel for your cells. And that is everything with oxygen, which ties into why breathing is so important. You know, the aerobic system is 16 times more powerful than your anaerobic system in terms of producing energy efficiently for the body. So being that we have this little background now of how important and how um, fundamental oxygen and being efficient with getting oxygen to our system is, um, let's just talk about a little bit like I always like to do, some of the signs and symptoms of dysfunctional breathing. Now, again, I am not a doctor. Um, some of these um, dysfunctional signs and symptoms I'm about to go over can be caused by a variety of conditions aside from disruptions in breathing or poor breathing patterns. But I want to just make you aware of them. And if you have any of these, it's definitely recommended you follow up with a with your healthcare practitioner. So generally, dysfunctional breathing, you'll have be fatigued. You'll find it harder to concentrate. You'll find your overall fitness or athletic performance down. Um, it doesn't even have to be athletic or fitness performance. It could just be your daily life activities. You could be feeling like you're not performing them uh, with as much energy or as well as you used to. Memory can be impaired, uh, like forgetfulness, uh, generalized weakness in the body. We already mentioned disturbed sleep. Um, and it, actually, if you're not breathing correctly, you could find that your allergies flare up more often as well. That's generalized. But if we break it down into the different systems of the body, uh, for the respiratory system, 
You might feel like you're breathless after you've exerted yourself. Uh, tightness in the chest, uh, frequent sighing, frequent yawning, having to clear your nose or sniffle a lot, an irritable cough, um, and an inability to take a full and complete breath, like you're always in need of oxygen. Cardiovascular system-wise, this is the heart and blood vessels. You could have irregular or fast heartbeats, palpations, Raynaud syndrome, which is actually something that I suffer from as well. This is when your fingers and toes can get really cold all of a sudden. This is um, you know, due to poor circulation, which ties into your breathing. Chest pain, and as I mentioned with the Raynaud's, but aside from Raynaud's, which is a, a condition that is diagnosable, you could have generalized cold hands and feet. In terms of the muscular system, all the muscles of your body, you can have muscle pain, cramping, twitching, weakness of muscles, stiffness. Um, you could have muscles that spasm and seize up. And, uh, and you know, if you're a person who works out in the gym, you may find this more often than just, you know, if, if you're not really a gym going or you don't lift weights, you may not notice this as much as someone who's more um, challenging their body in the gym on a regular basis. On the gastrointestinal system or the digestive system, you could have heartburn, acid regurgitation, uh, flatulence, belching, bloating, a difficulty swallowing, that feeling of a lump in your throat, and generalized abdominal discomfort. And the last one I want to talk about is neurological system. This is, you could have dizziness, headaches, migraines, a paresthesia. This is num numbness or tingling in, in parts of your body, hands and feet especially, um, and hot flashes. So those are all the signs and symptoms that there could be dysfunctional breathing. Again, I want to highlight that, that dysfunctional breathing is not the only cause of those conditions. So if you have any of those things going on, again, I, I say make sure you speak to your doctor. Now, the best way to breathe is to breathe through your nose. Most of us breathe through our mouths. But why should we breathe through your nose? When you breathe through your nose, you, fil you filter the air. Um, so when it goes in through the nose, you have all the hairs in your nose, and that filters out any possible debris and other stuff or other molecules that are going into the air passages. In addition to filtering the air, it also heats it up as it enters the lungs, so it's not as jarring to the lungs. And it adds moisture to it so that it's more easily absorbed by the body. When you are know, breathing through the nose, it helps you regulate the hormones in the body and the chemicals of the body, lowers the pressure of the body, and can greatly help with digestion. As we saw, digestion is one of the things that dysregulated breathing um, can give you issues with. In addition to that, the sinuses or the sinus cavities where the nose, where the breath goes in through the nose enters, you release nitri nitrous oxide within the sinus cavity. Now, why is this important? It's, it's because it, that's a vasodilator, which opens up blood vessels and bronchial tubes and will help circulate that oxygen even quicker into your body. In addition to that, it will help improve the immune system. It'll help you control your body weight. It'll improve the circulation, mood, and will help uh, with sexual function as well. So these are all the benefits of breathing through your nose. Typically, people breathe through the mouth. Um, there's lots of reasons why people breathe through the mouth. It, it could be um, you know, how your air passages are designed. Um, how we have a lot of stress and anxiety in our society, um, how we have a lot of allergies and things in the air that make the nose congested and stuffed, um, food intolerances. So there's a lot of reasons why you could breathe through your mouth. And that's, that's just a sum, that's the sum of them. 
Um, you know, if you could look it up online, there's a whole list of them. But if you're breathing through the mouth, you will have a lot more dysfunction with your body. In addition, the more you breathe through the mouth, the more you breathe through the mouth. Your, your mouth and the muscles that surround your mouth and airways get used to breathing through the mouth and they start to t adapt to that. So it's something that just self-perpetuates. If you breathe through the nose, though, those things are not permanent. The more you breathe through the nose, the more you improve your breathing and the, and the muscles and the passageways through the nasal cavity into the um, airways, and that will get stronger. So it can be undone if you find yourself you're a chronic mouth breather. Now, the other thing I want to talk about just briefly is that the muscle of respiration is your diaphragm, which is this large umbrella-shaped muscle that is right underneath your rib cage. It's a very powerful muscle. Again, it's a muscle that tends to be underused. Most people only use about 10% of this muscle. And the stronger your diaphragm is, the better you're able to utilize inhalation and exhalation and overall improve your breathing. Okay? So that's a little bit of an overview of why nose breathing is important, um, why poor breath patterns or dysfunctional breathing can be harmful to your health. And now I want to kind of move into what we're looking to do when we breathe through the nose. Now, before I go through some stuff about how you can breathe through your nose and things to work on, just to give you an idea of dysfunctional breathing in society, the normal breath that most people take is 12 to 20 breaths per minute. You know, and the lungs, even with that many breaths, are only absorbing a quarter of that oxygen. So this is why, as we'll get into in a few moments, taking longer and slower breaths gives the lungs a chance to absorb more oxygen. You know, the ideal breath for most of us is going to be 5.5 to 6 seconds or 5.5 to 6 seconds in and 6 seconds out. Okay, so that's like 5 to 6 breaths per minute. You know, this style of breath um, will greatly enhance any of the dysfunctions you might be experiencing before, be, from poor breath and breathing patterns. Um, the, so the person that I personally like to go to as a resource. Now, there's a lot of resources out there, and I'm not here to also discredit any type of breathing that's done in a yoga class or Wim Hof breathing. Um, all those breathings that you have in yoga and Wim Hof are done for a specific purpose to achieve a specific goal at a specific time. Again, the focus of this podcast is more on your daily br breath, what you breathe just day in, day out, even when you're not exercising or doing any type of exertion. I myself have been, you know, struggling with asthma since I was six months old. And it's only in the last two or three years that I've really focused in on my breathing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, and I found great benefit from it. I, my asthma was severe to uh, acute to chronic and occasionally um, acute or severe through my life. Now it's been more chronic as I've gotten older. And in the last two or three years of using the breath work, it's, it's actually diminished a lot where I don't need as much medication anymore, rarely need my rescue inhaler. So I can tell you from personal experience, working on your breath can provide major benefits to you, especially if you have any type of pulmonary um, or chronic pulmonary issues. Now, Patrick McEwen's thing is to breathe light to breathe right. The lighter, smaller breaths you take in, the more oxygen your lungs will absorb. In fact, he goes, he makes the statement and, um, and other people who have been studying breath in recent years have made this too, that the problem when you're feeling breathless is not that you're not getting enough oxygen, it's that you have gotten rid of too much CO2 so quickly. Carbon dioxide is part of having healthy lungs. You know, a lack of proper CO2 levels in the lungs can constrict blood vessels 
and affect the function of your heart and the ability of your tissues to prox- to properly oxygenate and have balanced pH levels. So CO2 is important too. You just want to, don't want to just be breathing it out so quickly, which is what happens with our mouth breathing and our quick breaths that we take per minute. So first off, he kind of recommends this test called the blood oxygen level test, or what he calls the BOLT test, or your BOLT score. This test is designed to give you a little bit of feedback about how well you're breathing. So to do this test is to, you're going to breathe in, and you're going to exhale out, and you're going to pinch your nose, and you're going to hold your breath. And you're going to time how many seconds it takes before you desire to take another breath in. If you have healthy respiration, your BOLT score should be around 40. If you're scoring 25 or less, there's probably a disordered breathing pattern. I, for a long time, was getting 15 to 20 on my bolt scores. It's only recently that I've gotten to 25. So, and But I, I have gotten there, and I stay there pretty much all the time. So um, it's something you could definitely do. I'm giving you personal experience. So I'm going to give you, as a little thing to end today, I'm just going to give you a brief um, rundown of a basic, simple exercise from Patrick McEwen from the Oxygen Advantage that I practiced in the beginning to help me try to slow my breath down and get connected to my breathing patterns. You want to find a nice, upright, seated position that you're comfortable on. You want to place your hands on your chest and on your abdomen. And you just want to breathe into your hands and just notice how the breath comes into your body. Again, you want to do this through the nose. So inhale through the nose and you'll exhale through the nose. You want to feel just what's moving. Is it your abdomen and is it your chest? As you find this mindfulness of your breathing, you want to start to reduce the speed of your breath as it enters your body and as it leaves your body. You know, slowing your breath down may feel hard, um, but, you know, remember, if it gets too hard, you can just go back to your normal breathing pattern. You know, the goal is to create that feeling like you would like to take in more air. As Patrick McEwen says, he wants that air hunger. You're breathing less um, than when you started, so it's going to be natural that you're going to feel this air hunger, which is going to build up that CO2 in the system and eventually help regulate how you're breathing. But if, if you feel like the hunger for air is too strong, like it's just too much, that sensation, then rest, take some normal breaths, go back to your normal breathing pattern, and then try it again. Um, that's a good place to start. Um, if this is something that you're interested in pursuing and trying, again, I'll, I'll put the resources in the show notes, but Patrick McHugh and Oxygen Advantage, he has two books out right now that are excellent. He also has a website. Um, he does one-on-ones with people, um, and he does group, ses- group sessions with people and teaches them this. Another great just general resource is the book Breathe by James Nestor. It goes into all of the research in the last few years on breathing and how it affects the body. Um, so that's what I want to talk about with breath today. There's obviously a lot more we could talk about in this subject, but I think that gives you a good start and gives you an overview of the importance of breathing through your nose, trying to take slower and smaller breaths, and allowing yourself to have a little bit of that air for hunger for air, but also awareness of your body. So I thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I hope that was informative and helpful to you. And um, if you wanted to reach out to me, I'm uh, reachable um, at charlestonintegratedwellness at gmail.com. You can email me there. 
I also have a Facebook page under the same name and you can direct message me or leave me a message there as well. And I will talk to you on the next episode.